Hello, my name is John, and this is my good buddy Andy. No, it isn't. He's on assignment again. And you're listening to the Packers Blitz podcast, podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 1980s Packers football and lived to talk about it. Packers Blitz is dedicated to the greatest fans in professional sports. Packer fans. Woo! We are going to the playoffs, baby. So, I know it's exciting, and I know we're ready to go, right? But remember, we are playing with house money, okay? So, I want to I want to start that out really, really quickly here. We know that this could be, well, an upset, right? So let's get right into it, okay? Like I said, Andy is still on assignment. Jeez. Must be nice, Andy. I just kidding you, buddy. I miss you. I love you. I cannot wait um, till you come back. Um, that way we can uh, talk about everything and hopefully a win coming. Oh, and yeah. uh, we'll see. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to listen. It's a little tease. But like I said, let's get right into it. Packer news. All right. Hey, let's talk some really nice Packer news. And then, well, maybe not some nice Packer news. Uh, so for the consecutive consecutive week, Green Bay Packers quarterback Jordan Love was named NFC offense player, offensive player, excuse me, of the week. He first earned the award for producing four total touchdowns in a 33 to 10 beating down to the Minnesota Vikings in week 17. And then he won it again after completing 27 of 32 passes for 316 yards and a passer rating. 128.6 in the Packers playoff clinch, clinching win over the Chicago Bears. So, oh, all right. Yeah. Here's the other part of good news. It's all good news, baby. Uh, Green Bay Packers kickoff returner, Andy's guy, Keyshawn Nixon. He, he didn't make the Pro Bowl, but he was the pick on at least one point. For all pro team for 2023, the NFLPA's second annual all pro team. Voted on by the players only, they selected Nixon as their first team kickoff return. So good for him. All right, good for both of them, Jordan Love and uh, Keyson Nixon. Uh, hopefully, we're going to need Keyson Nixon. <laughs> really in this game if we could if ye could bring one back ooh baby take one to the house that would really help us uh so let's get into the well not so good news i don't know how you guys will take it uh because it's it's kind of bad news but it's kind of good news i don't know <laughs> all right so this is ridiculous uh Jair alexander uh, in a freak accident, he was in practice today, uh, tripped over somebody's foot or something. I don't know what exactly happened, but he sprained his ankle. Now, the thing is, we don't know as fans, is it a low ankle sprain or a high ankle sprain? If it's a low ankle sprain, he'll be ready. Tape him up, give him some Tylenol, you'll be fine. If it's a high ankle sprain, he will not be ready because high ankle sprains are the worst to get. If you ever sprained your ankle, you know the difference. A, a low ankle sprain, you know, for a couple of days, you put your foot up, put some ice on it, and it still hurts and you kind of hobble around. But a high ankle sprain, yeah, that's where they get out the splint and you got to go to the doctors and they got to like tell you, you know, stay off of it and everything like that. So, We'll see. Now, when I say it's not so bad news, guess what? How many games have we not played with him? A lot. And how many games has that secondary who took over 
look pretty darn good. Now, this is a different test, and I will get into some matchups here, some key matchups, uh, you know, once we go on here. But again, first thing I want to say is really, again, this reminds me of the 1995. Oh boy, John, you're going way back in the way back machine. Uh, NFC divisional uh, playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers. Here's the good news. The Packers won that game 27 to 17. And I'll be honest. I didn't think we had a chance to win that game at all. This was when the 49ers were at the height of their excellence. This was when, you know, Steve Young, Jerry Rice, um, I think they had Brent Jones, their tight end, they had a, one hell of an offensive line, uh, a nice defense. And the funny thing about that game, I remember it because I'm going to watch it the same way, watch the Dallas game, uh, Packer playoff game, the same way I watched that game. Yes, I'm old, folks. Um, <laughs> you had to figure that out. Uh, what I did was, I just get on the couch. I called my buddies to come over, and everybody was like, yeah, we're going to get our butts kicked. Why? You know, okay, no problem. I'll just watch it. You watch it. Yeah, you know, this was <laughs> this was before we had the iPhones and all the fun stuff. I didn't have that for a while. So we weren't texting or anything, but we were calling each other during the game. Yes, calling people on the phone. Uh, <laughs> and we were all like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa, hold on. And I remember at one point we were up like, I think like 20 to 7 or 20 to 10 in the third quarter. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. And it, the Packers just was such a weird game. Steve Young had, didn't, he had a good game. I wouldn't say a great game, not to his standards. Jerry Rice had a good game. He didn't have a great game. But we, in that game, we out, we just punched them in the mouth because San Francisco at that time, you know how you beat them? You just out physical. You punch them in the mouth. At that time, the 49ers were a finesse team, okay? So, you know, all you had to do is just be physical and just start slapping them around, man, and start beating them up, and they would lay down, okay? Now, that's not all true, but, you know, just you just out physical them, okay? So you never know. You never know. I didn't, it, no one gave us a chance. The so-called experts, no one gave us a chance because the Packers at that time were up and coming. We had some really nice, I have to go back and see if Reggie White played that game. I want to say he did. PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com. Tell me if I'm right. If I think we just got Reggie White. Anyway, so you never know. You never know. So let's get into a little bit about our opponent. Oh, before I do that, really quickly, this is not a revenge game. Mike McCarthy is not going to be like, oh, I want revenge. The Packers shouldn't have fired me, blah, 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 blah. Because he did an interview, I think last year, well, I think earlier uh, this week or last week, where last year, uh, well, whenever the first time we played the Cowboys, and he was like, the Packers did me wrong, and the Packers, blah, blah, we're going to beat them, and I'm going to show them. And, and he regretted that. He's like, shouldn't have done that. You know, move on. You know, they did what they had to do. It's okay. You know? And so now this time, now give me a break. Mike McCarthy wants to beat us and show show uh you know goody and mark murphy they made a mistake but come on everyone's moved on most of the players on this team have no idea who mike mccarthy is other than when they're told hey mike mccarthy won us a super bowl right so forget the revenge factor if you hear that just whatever stupid media anyway the other thing that i thought was really funny i wonder 
if Aaron Rodgers, by the way, when Andy gets back, I want to do a little thing about Aaron Rodgers. Sandy, I'm thinking with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, it's hilarious. Anyway, um, will Aaron Rodgers give Jordan Love a little insight? I wonder. You know, because he can. There's nothing illegal about it. It isn't like insider trading at Wall Street. He can do whatever he wants. He's with the Jets now. He he doesn't care. He has nothing in this game. So could he do that? I don't think Aaron Rodgers would. I don't think he's that type of guy. Um, And he sure can't say anything about Jordan Love to Mike McCarthy because there's, uh, look at the tape. (laughs) Okay. So between, this reminds me of the 1995 NSC Divisional game at San Francisco. And that there's some stories. Not really. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the the biggest thing is I just have that vibe right now. I just have that weird vibe. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll get into it. Okay. So let's get into how about them cowboys? This is from my source, Packers Wire. Uh, it's very informative. It's a it's a great um, a media piece out there. So. Here we go about the Cowboys. I'm going to be talking a lot about the Cowboys. And you're going, you're a Packers. What what are you talking Cowboys? Just to let you know, (laughs) this is no joke, okay? Uh, The Cowboys captured the NFC East title after finishing 12-5, and with included a two-game win streak to open the year. A five-game win streak between weeks 10 through 14, and a two-game, like I said, wins wins to finish the regular season. Mike McCarthy's team has wins over the Los Angeles Rams, Philadelphia Eagles, and Detroit Lions all at home. In fact, the Cowboys were a perfect 8-0 at home this season and haven't lost at AT&T Stadium since, oh boy, week one of the 2022 season. Dallas finished 2023. Ranked first in scoring, 29, well, basically 30 points a game. Fifth in scoring defense, about 19 points a game. Second in scoring differential, plus 194. Oh, by the way, the Cowboys were also the number four team overall pro football focus grade in offense and uh, defense. So, okay. They're good, right? Dak Prescott has completed 31 of 36 passes and threw four touchdown passes uh, against, uh, including a pair to C.D. Lamb in their game uh, against the Commanders. Okay. Uh, Also, the Cowboys defense delivered three takeaways, too. Um, So this defense not only takes the ball away, but they can score. So... One of the uh, one of the Cowboys um, corners, uh, I believe it was corners, Deron Blonde delivered Bland. I don't know, I'm not a Cowboy fan. Packersblitz80 at gmail.com. Cowboy fans had his NFL high ninth interception. Jordan Lewis forced the fumble, and oh man, Micah Parsons, and we'll talk about him and Dante Fowler. Fowler both had sacks. After Washington took a 10-7 lead in the first half, the Cowboys ripped off 31 straight points, including four straight touchdowns. Dallas produced 31. Oh, my God. This is, this is Madden. This is like me on Madden playing the easy, the rookie level. Dallas produced 31 first downs and outgained Washington. Get this, folks. 440 to 180. <laughs> now, granted, the commanders knew Come on, I'm not saying they're tanking. We can't say they're tanking, NFL. But they had nothing to play for, and Ron Rivera, duh, uh, got fired. So, you know, come on. But still, that shows you the firepower and the defensive mindset of them. So let's do tail the tape, okay? I got to get my boxing belt here uh, because, you know, we got to do this. Got to find my boxing belt. Because I think this is going to make you like think about it and say, hmm, this is a little bit more closer than you think. 
So one of the things, there we go. Get on that tape. I'll do it again. <laughs> so believe it or not, the numbers really are close. <laughs> now you may think, wait a minute. You just, John, you just said their defense and offense is like out of this world. That's true. But the numbers, yes, Dak Prescott, when you hear him, you'll be like, are you sure it's close? Well, maybe a little closer than you thought between a rookie uh, quarterback, really, and Dak Prescott, a uh, veteran. So the numbers paint a fairly clear picture. Prescott, a leading MVP candidate, mm, is better. I don't think he'll win it. Uh, is better, more experienced quarterback overall. Duh. Thank you. Uh, this is from, uh, by the way, Packers Wire. I got this off them, uh, their sources to kind of talk about this. He was one of the NFL's top, Dak Prescott, top five quarterbacks from start to finish in 2023. And he's about to start, oh boy, his seventh career playoff game. Love, a first-time starter, thank you, endured ups and downs during the first half of the year and will make his playoff debut Sunday. While Prescott has the clear edge in about every meaningful statistic category, and he does, but touchdowns are a lot closer than you think. And you think with all his firepower, he could have thrown 40, maybe even 50, uh, Dak Prescott. So Love's finish of the 2023 NFL season, hey, can't be dismissed. He struggled, like I said earlier on, but caught fire while in week nine. And it's unfair to say he's, it's um, not unfair, excuse me, to say he's been one of the NFL's most impressive quarterbacks and most valuable players overall since the start of November. And, you know, that is very, very true. Um, he's hot right now. And what do you want to go into the playoffs with? Two things, a hot quarterback and a hot defense. Uh, that will help you. Now, will you win every game? Mm. We'll see. By the way, really quickly, if you haven't heard this already, Favre and Rodgers never led their teams, respective teams, to a playoff in their first year. Didn't. So this is this is new charted territory, which that makes it even more impressive. Youngest team. This is the first time this has happened with, you know, basically first time starting quarterback in Packers history. Um, I'm not sure about, we'll have to go back to see Bart Starr, but uh, still very impressive. So I, I took this quote. I thought it was really interesting um, from Doug Farrer of Touchdown Wire on the Love versus Prescott matchup. So this is a long quote. Okay. So he quotes. Here's the problem for the Packers. We have a situation in which Dak Prescott is saying, everything you can do, I can do perhaps better. In the same period since week nine, Prescott has completed 254, 370 passes. That gives him uh, about a 69 com uh, completion rate for 2,882 yards, 7.8 yards per attempt, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions, and a passer rating of 110.7. And yes, Love does have the league lead in deep completions. Stop right there. <laughs> what? At, remember, Packer fans, when you were watching a game, you're like, don't throw it, don't throw it deep, don't throw it deep, don't throw it deep. And now he he's the lead, has the league lead in deep completions? But <laughs> Prescott tied it with him. 23 completions. Completions in 49 attempts for 741 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, and a passer rating of 127.3. So, again, yeah, there's some similarities, which is very strange. Under pressure, so we're going to talk about that, Prescott has completed 62 of 103 passes for 864 yards, five touchdowns, one interceptions. One interception and a passer rating of 99.3. So he says here we're splitting hairs. The advantage would seem to be in the Prescott's direction because of something neither quarterback can control. 
Dallas's defense have been outstanding all season long, though they dropped off a bit in pass defense since week 10. Eighth in the first half of the season and 13th in the second. So they started out eight, uh, and now they're the 13th. (laughs) Come on. However, here we go. (laughs) And as Packer fans are aware, there are issues all over Joe Barry's defense. Uh, Green Bay ranked 22nd in pass defense. Oh, boy. In the first half of the season, now we drop to 27th. And I'm like, how? Okay, whatever. Um, the quarterbacks, is, he says in here, too, are as even as you can get. That's not the problem for the Packers. The problem for the Packers is the same problem they've had all season. And it will be up to Joe Barry and his staff to close the gap with a quickness so in other words if you're going to rush Dash Prescott and try to get him off his spot eh, eh, you might get him uh, but if you keep him in the pocket forget about it. it you're going to lose and you're going to lose back so Joe Barry has to figure out a way which we'll get to and I'll explain how we can do this how the Packers can win on offense, I'm going to go through this really quickly again so you guys understand. Oh, boy, they, these guys are good. Again, like, duh, John, we get it. But I'm going to tell you, the Cowboys are averaging 4.1 yards per rush. So now they can rush, too. Now that's 16th in the NFL and have allowed 40 sacks, and that's tied for 12. So they can rush the ball pretty good. Yeah, and they protected a quarterback. Pro Football Focus ranks the Cowboys as the 14th best uh, blocking offensive line and the 11th best run blocking offensive line. So, not great. So, we can maybe exploit that, you know? Left tackle Tyrone Smith remains one of the best, NFL's best pass blockers and 2022 first round pick Tyler Smith has emerged as a top run blocker. Right tackle Terrence Steele, I love that name, Terrence Steele, allowed 54 pressures and the third most among offensive tackles in 2023. So they're good. They have a nice offensive line. It's not like the wall of granite (laughs) or some, you know, when Philadelphia had a decent offensive line. I don't know about Philly. And I'll talk about really quickly. I'll give my thoughts really, really quickly on the other uh, playoff game. Oh, this is the problem, okay? (laughs) Defensively, the Cowboys are getting up 4.2 yards per rush. Now, that's pretty good because, again, Aaron Jones is possessed. If Aaron Jones plays the way he's playing, which you never know, uh, well, I I hope he does. Man, that's going to be tough for them because 4.2 yards. And have 46 sacks tied for for 13. So, again, they get their sacks, but they're not top 10 or top 5. So, we can exploit that. Pro Football Focus rates the Cowboys as the 8th best team against the run. And 2nd in rushing the passer. Okay. Uh, Micah Parsons. Oh, boy. Why can't we get this guy? And when he's a free agent, damn it, Goody, go after him. (laughs) <laughs> he produced 103 pressures, most among edge rushers. We have, have to be able to handle him. Cowboys had uh, had uh, four other players with 30 or more pressures, including Dante Fowler, good player. Veteran defensive end Demarcus Lawrence. Boy, he's still playing. He enjoyed a dominant season against the run. Osa Awazug, uh, I'm just going to call him Osa, has emerged as an excellent do-it-all defender. 43 pressures, 25 run stop. Okay, so as we see with the defense, uh, they're good. <laughs> and they have Dan Quinn, uh, you know, who is a hack of a defensive coordinator. Um, and, you know, we got, hey, we got uh, good old uh, Al Harris there who might be like, hmm, <laughs> give us a break, Al. No, you won't. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so let's talk a little about two people on offense. Or one person on offense here. Oh, 
let me switch up. Let me talk about this defensive line. Let's we're on defense. Let's let's just stick on that. Osa, <laughs> the 2021 third round pick is an emerging pass rusher, strong run defender in the middle of the Cowboys defensive front. He finished with 43 pressures and 26 total snaps. Uh, and he's a three. <laughs> I always love this. Three-time state champion wrestler. Odie Osa is like, guess who? Packers, Mike Daniels. Tough and stout with a non-stop motor and ability to win leverage battle in every snap. The Packers interior offensive line better be ready for a fight. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, we have Elton Jenkins. Okay. And then we have Elton Jenkins. <laughs> Help me out, people. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, you see what I'm saying? I, I, I'm. I, I just. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, when I look at Myers, uh, man, he just. He's a big guy, by the way, and he should be kicking someone's butt. I, I don't know what to say about it. And, and Runyon, uh, okay. <laughs> he either plays a good game or he doesn't. So really, Elton Jenkins, if we can get Myers and Runyon to pull it out of their behind and knock this guy in their ass, we'll be fine. Okay? But, you know, our tackle is where we're – I think we're a little more – more solid, I guess, you know, with, with uh, you know, Zach Tom over there and Rashid Wallace is starting to come into his own, but he's still young. Okay, people. Uh, man, we had David Bakhtiari. Come on, man. We need you. Anyway, he's not coming, so don't worry about it. Anyway, one of the other things I want to talk to you about is a former Wisconsin Badger, tight end Jake Ferguson. Um, he caught a career-high 71 passes and 102 targets, the second most on the Cowboys offense behind CeeDee Lamb. Among NFL tight ends, Ferguson finished with ninth in receptions, eighth in receiving yards. He played almost nine, he, he played almost 900 total yards and is effective uh, as a receiver and blocker. Yes, he is. He's a good, solid tight end, but ha-ha! We have two solid tight ends. Or are you forgetting? And that's going to be one of the keys. We got to get Musgrave. And, and, you know, we got to get, you know, hopefully he'll be fine. Uh, and, you know, who knows what we're going to, you know, do with him. But I just, Musgrave, I think, is one of the keys. And, we'll, again, we'll, we'll get to this uh, because I'm like, man, I, I just, uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, because he, is he still a hundred percent? I I don't know, you know, and Tucker craft, I think he's doing a hell of a job. Okay. So let's get up to matchups, matchups, baby this is very interesting. Okay. <laughs> Andy, I stole your thing there, buddy. Uh, so here we go. Keep an eye on C.D. Lamb because he got the better of Jair Alexander when these two teams last played, pulling in four of six targets for 55 yards and a touchdown against him. And now we're not really sure if Jair Alexander is going to play. So if we put Valentine on C.D. Lamb, oh boy, that's going to be a long day. But also, C.D. Lamb tallied another seven receptions for 95 yards and another touchdown against Packer defenders in that game. So, like I said, if we had Stokes, I'd feel a lot better. We had a healthy Eric Stokes and a healthy Jair Alexander, I'd feel a lot better. But we'll see. You know, we, we, can't, we can't put Jair out there if he's going to be a liability, okay? We just can't. But here we go. A huge opportunity with Jaden Reed is practicing. Thank God. Reed will be matched up against Cowboys slot cornerback Jordan Lewis, who's allowed more yards than any slot quarterback other than 
Uh oh. He's on Nixon and Alante Taylor. So, in other words, they're going to have to give this guy help because Jaden Reed, even though he's a rookie, is going to eat him alive. So, they're going to have to roll over and give him help, which, like I said, will help with the tight ends, hopefully, and help with the running game, hopefully. By the way, it's not official yet, but Christian Watson, I don't think, will play, which is bull whatever. Because uh, we can need him. Because he's crushed Dallas. Dallas has no answer for, for his speed at all. Okay? And even that guy could just suck it up and be a decoy. I'd be fine with it. Because you still got to run with him, even if you're like, ah, oh, they're not going to throw to him. I'll, I'll keep on Jaden Reed. And then there goes Christian Watson. <laughs> there he goes. And, you know, you're like, even if he's at half speed, that's fine. Be a decoy. That's what I would do. But probably not going to play. Uh, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy uh, Ford is not going to play. Jair Alexander, I guess, would be a game-time decision. Um, you can't put him out there, like I said, if he's a liability. And then everybody's a bunch of nicks and bruises and owies and ouchies. Uh, and, and, you know, the Dallas have some people on uh, the injury report, too. So, I mean, yeah, it's the, you know, it's the 18th game of the season. So, yeah, everybody's going to be hurt and everybody's injured. Um, and we'll see. Uh, by the way, this is going to be played, you know, Sunday, 3.30, uh, I believe it is on Fox. I believe. Uh, I'm just taking a look here. Yeah, I believe it is. So, if it isn't, I'm wrong. Then you'll find it. You're a Packers fan. We all figure it out. Um, I think we're gonna have that idiot. Uh, I, I always forget his name. The tight end drives me crazy. Uh, I don't care. You drives you crazy. It, it doesn't matter. I just wish we we would have some decent announcers, uh, but we always get stuck with the B team and whatever. I really, really thought, like I said in a previous podcast, we were going to get the noon game. <laughs> and I'll talk about that. The, the noon game is Steelers-Bills on um, Sunday. I thought we were going to get that for sure. But Cowboys have a lot of polls, so, and Jerry Jones, whatever. Um, so... That's just kind of a general idea. You guys get it. They have a great offense, well, a good offense and a good defense. They're solid all around. They have a solid coaching staff. They're playing at home. You know, they have experience. And I'll get it. I'll get into that. But you say, John, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. This is a Packers podcast. Tell me how they're going to win. I want to know how they win. Okay. Very simple. <laughs> This is Captain Obvious coming at you live. We need to score touchdowns, okay? Hey, woo, genius, John. All gas, no breaks. I want all gas, no breaks this game. Fourth and 15, we're going for it. We're on the 30 of there, on their end of the field. I'm going for it. You're like, are you crazy? We just go. Just keep going. You're like, you know. Why do we look at Kansas City? And Kansas City this year went for it. <laughs> at a fourth and 25 and got it. And the puncher threw the ball. So I want to see Rich Basaccia. Man, you better come up with something. You better come up with how to block. You better come up with some fakes. I want to see stuff up there that Dallas is just like, you're what? Because what happens when people just come at you, right? If you've ever been in a fight, <laughs> even if it was like you're a kid, and someone just keeps coming at you and swinging, right? Well, let's say you get into a fight, like I used to do a fight with my sister. And my sister used to just swing at me. She just, like, you know, she, I don't know what the hell she's doing. And I just, like, back up, right? I'd be like, oh, okay. That's what you want. You want them on their heels. You want them to be like, oh, it's fourth and eight. They're on the 40, our 40, into the field. Okay, la, 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 Shit, they faked it. <laughs> if you don't get it, it's okay. 
Onside kick, you damn right I'm doing an onside kick. First play of the game, onside kick. And you're going, wait, 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 John. Whoa, 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 buddy, calm down. No, not calm down. Do everything. You are you are right now, it is, I think it's probably going to grow. Vegas has this at, uh, Dallas has winning a seven. Uh, and we'll get to some of this <laughs> predictions. Look at some of the predictions. We're not even close. So come on, man. If we're gonna if we're gonna do this, let's at least show them who we are, right? Like we're not backing down. We are throwing haymakers at you, and we we may not hit you all the time, but we're gonna connect one, and maybe that's the one that puts you down. So we want to win the turnover battle. Have to win that. And oh, Joe Barry, if you could. Please, Joe Barry, I beg you. <laughs> if this is going the way you've been playing the defense, you know, uh, maybe Joe Barry's getting it. Could we hope that? We're still not. Again, I repeat this. I've said this a million times. We're not keeping Joe Barry. If we're keeping Joe Barry next year, something's wrong. Okay? All right. So, with your defensive plan, you, you got to make Dak force the ball. You make him force it, okay? Because you're not going to get him running out of the pocket and throwing an interception. I just told you all the stats. Go back and listen to it. You're not going to get him by letting him sit in the pocket. You're not going to get him by having him, you know, run all over the place and, you know, set the edge, blah, blah, blah. What you're going to get him is when he's indecisive and he forces it. That's how uh, San Francisco and Buffalo beat him and just just punched him in the mouth. He made Dak indecisive, they, and they made him, uh, they got up on him, and now, you know, they have to go, and Dak has to decide. And all you Cowboy fans out there, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You've lost playoff games because Dak Prescott does what? Forces the ball, makes a timely mistake, and you hate him for it. Okay, so we gotta just mix things up. We gotta, and I'm not saying ah oh, blitz eighty percent of the time or some crazy thing like no. I'm talking about fake blitzes, going out of blitzes, uh, you know, putting some coverages out there. So, so we, at least if they get it, you make them earn it make them earn every first down. Now, will that happen? I don't know. But if it does happen, good for us. That's a victory for us. The other one, Jaden Reed, got to have a Devontae Adams game. One of those games where Devontae Adams just owned people, right? Or Greg Jennings owned people. Or Sterling Sharp. Should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Own people. Or is that just that one guy that just, man, they try everything. They threw everything at you. And nothing worked. Now, Jordan Love, relax. Okay? Jordan Love, be decisive. Yeah, it gets intercepted. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Just be decisive. Okay? So we want indecision from Dak, and we want decisiveness for Jordan Love. Hey, throw it in there, buddy. Sure, you'll be like, wait a minute. Why are you throwing the double coverage? That's okay. That's okay. And I say why, because, you know, he's throwing it. He's getting rid of it. He's been decisive. That's what he wants to do. You damn well do it. And, you know, sure, he probably get intercepted. But first of all, we got to get the run game established, which Aaron Jones loves playing there, by the way. It's a fast track for him. And he's had some nice games there. Also, the other thing is we can't. <laughs> Anders Carlson, I I'm not going to get on his case yet. The, the kid. He's a kid. He's still got to learn to kick, but we cannot. And this is my worry that we could win the game on a last second field goal. And if you're not worried about it, you should be because we could be there. And I'm like seer of seers. And I could see that happening. I could see us. Here's a field goal attempt from 45 and he, and he uh, hooks it. But would I be mad? No. To be there? I, when you look at some of the predictions, I'd be like, hell yeah, man. And sure, you can be mad. We're going to win this game and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's his fault. He missed the kick. Come on. If it's coming down to your kicker, 
eh, uh, you know, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> maybe it shouldn't. Because even with a veteran kicker, you don't know. Mason Crosby, for a while there, couldn't he couldn't kick anything. And, you know, he was a veteran guy. So let's go with that. That is some of the keys, okay? There's some other keys there that could help us. Uh, but those are the main keys. Now, here's the thing. All, and I mean all, the pressure is on the Cowboys. All right? And uh, one other thing. Here's some news from Andy off assignment. On assignment. He took uh, he gave me something. So there's only one game at home. Shout out to Andy. Only one game at home for Dallas in which they have scored less than 30 points. One. And majority have been 33 or more. And some uh, three over uh, 40 points. So they score at home. Okay. So again, we can't be a shootout. Could we do a shootout? Eh, maybe. We could hang for a little while, but at the end, they, they, they'll take it. So, let's get to the Cowboys. How do they win this game? What are you saying? Like, why are you talking about the Cowboys? Well, this is really easy. They don't screw it up, which is hilarious because, again, they have all the advantages, people. Offense, defense, experience, home field. And on top of it, this is their best shot to go to a Super Bowl, okay? Because I don't know about next year. Even if they bring back most of the people, the Giants are going to be better, right? They have to be. The, the Commanders are going to be better. They have to be. Philadelphia, I don't know what the heck's going on with those guys, which I am so excited about the playoffs to see what happens. So I want to say this before uh, I kind of wrap up here and then talk about some of the other games. And talk about, ooh, we'll do a final prediction. So don't worry, Packer fans. If we lose this game, we're still way ahead of schedule. Did anybody, I talked to some Packer fans today at work. And all of them, to last one of them said the same thing. Man, we're ahead of schedule. I didn't think we'd get this far. I knew they would be 98 in the playoffs. That was me. I don't get anything. She get an award. Maybe my wife will give me a kiss. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. But in general, let's be honest, Packer fans. Raise your hand if you thought they would have made the playoffs this year. Mm, not many out there, right? Raise your hand if you think they're going to win this game. Okay. Oh, by the way, if you're driving, keep two hands on the wheel. <laughs> okay. Um. Just nod your hat if you're driving your car. <laughs> Shake it. I didn't. I thought they'd make the playoffs. Yes, but that was just me just being a gut reaction. It's just totally from my gut, right? But now that they are, I'm like, huh, they're way ahead of schedule. This is awesome. And by the way, next year, Goody, Goody, if you're still there, which he will be. Um, Let's make another good draft. We have had, in my opinion, past two drafts, I would say I would give them an A, a high B. Okay? That's just me. Okay? If we can get one more A draft class or high B class, draft class, woo-wee, baby. We are going to be like the teams Aaron Rodgers had uh, in the early 2000s and Brett Favre had in the mid to late 90s. And that was a formidable team, man. We should have, uh, yeah, yeah, we should have won more Super Bowls. But we didn't. But we made the playoffs eight years in a row. Eight years in a row. There'd be teams that would kill for that. Okay? So, again, enjoy this game. Uh, if like me, I'm just watching it alone because Andy's on assignment and my buddies are, you know, they're, they're having some other things going on, which I'm okay with. But if you are having a party, just remember this, turn on the game, enjoy it, you know? Okay. So let's go prediction. Uh, here we go. Andy prediction. Cowboys 37, 
Packers 24. My prediction. Cowboys 27. Packers 17. I'll take either one. I'll take either one. All right? Because we have lost in the past. Oh, by the way, I looked up past. If you guys remember, uh, come on. Somebody's got to be my age out there who remembers this. If you remember when we used to play the Cowboys in the playoffs, playoffs, um, we'd lose like 35 to 9, 27 to something, whatever. And they just beat us. And I remember, and I don't think this will be the game, but I remember when Barry Switzer, oh, Barry Switzer, was the head coach of the Cowboys. By the way, <laughs> that guy, uh, someone explained him to me. I cannot believe it. You know, and he was hired. I mean, if the Cowboys are smart, again, this is in a Cowboy podcast, but talking to you Cowboy fans, if you were smart, you would have put your differences aside, kept Jimmy Johnson, and you'd probably win at least one more, if not two more Super Bowls. Right? But Jerry Jones and his big ego said, okay, you're going to try to, you know, uh, one-up me? Fine, you're gone. And I'm going to bring in my boy, Barry Switzer. Which Barry Switzer didn't do any coaching. He just kind of looked around and went, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's good. You do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. You, yeah. Hey, we won? Oh, cool. <laughs> he was a spectator. But if you remember... The year before, we finally won the NFC Championship, the Packers. We played the Cowboys. And I know Reggie White was there because go and look at it. I've never seen Reggie White this mad. So what happened was they were beating us pretty bad. And, you know, it's like the final two minutes of the game. You know, game's pretty much over. And Barry Switzer, for whatever reason, Sends his kicking team out there to kick a meaningless field goal. Unless, I don't know, if you're in the spread. <laughs> Made a little money off of it. Uh, kicked this meaningless field goal. There was no reason. They could have just sat on the ball. And, okay, whatever. Reggie White did not take that very lightly. Because if you watch it, he was out there on the team, which, believe it or not, like why Reggie White's you know, team to... Anyway, so they, they made the field goal, and Reggie White and my three other Packers went right over to the Dallas sideline and was pointing fingers and yelling. And Barry Switzer, he's such an idiot. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not a Barry Switzer fan. Just started firing back. I'm like, are you nuts? That's Reggie White. <laughs> He'll crush you. And then other Cowboy players started coming out. I'm thinking, oh boy, here it goes. All years of frustration. This is, and then they broke it up. And ever since from that, ever since that time, then you saw Packers like, okay, all right, that the way you want to play it, fine, let's go. And that ain't this game. If they beat us like forty-one to ten, everyone's just gonna be like, eh, yeah, okay, they're a good team. We learned. We gotta get better. Okay, right. This ain't gonna be one of those games if the Cowboys just smother us. So we'll see how it goes. Enjoy the game, folks, because again, it's gonna be fun and we're gonna have a blast. All right. So really quickly, let's start <clears throat> on Saturday, January thirteenth. Browns Texans. I don't know what the point spread is. I don't care. Look it up yourself. Okay, Browns. I always find a way to like, let you down, but the Texans can CJ Stroud really win this game. I think he can. I'm going with Texans on this one. I can give you a score. You figure it out. Then we go to Steelers bills. And I'm not doing this particular order. Steelers bills. There is no way in how this is uh, Sunday at noon. There's no way in how the Steelers can beat the bill. Without T.J. Watt, he's not playing. If he plays it, it's if he plays, it's the Christmas miracle. All right, so now let's go to the Sunday uh, 7 p.m. game, uh, Rams Lions. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go Lions. 
I just don't think the Rams are ready for, for this. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, by the way, really stupid Detroit fans, relax, will you? They are not allowing anyone to wear a Matthew Stafford jer- jersey at the game. What are you going to tell someone? Take that off, man. By the way, Matthew Stafford, when he won his Super Bowl with the Rams, dedicated to the Lions fans. Yeah, this is for you guys. So relax, man. This ain't no Favre Viking crap. This is Lions fans. Show some class. This guy was a heck of a quarterback for you. Endured a lot for you. Won a lot of games for you. So stop it. Okay. This is one of my favorite ones. Dolphins. Chiefs. Boy. I So I'm watching Hard Knocks. <laughs> and the Dolphins. They have a ton of injuries. Uh, Mike McDaniel is, you, you got to watch this guy. Uh, kind of interesting guy. Um, but the Chiefs, they just don't see themselves. I think the Dolphins win this. I really do. I think the Dolphins shock the Chiefs and beat them. I really do. So, Packers-Cowboys, we already know. Cowboys in that one. This is the next game. Monday night. I thought we would get Monday night. Because there's Cowboys, right? But anyway, Eagles, Buccaneers. The Eagles are a dumpster fire in a dumpster fire in a dumpster fire. (laughs) Okay? I don't think, I think they're just beat up and they just don't know where to turn. But that being said, I still think they win. I still think they just pull it out and win that game. Okay? So, and then Baltimore and San Francisco, oh, you don't have the buy. So, there you go. There are my picks. Uh, we'll see. I, I really like the AFC games better. I'll be honest with you. I love Browns, Texans, Bill Steelers. Eh. But Dolphins, Chief, oh, I'm not missing that game. That's going to be a fun game. So, there you go, folks. Uh, we Andy will be back, hopefully, from off. <laughs> yes, he'll be back. And then we'll talk about the game and also talk about, you know, the off season. But again, please rate us five stars, like, and subscribe, go to Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to us, Packers Blitz, please ask Andy questions. Let's hear them folks. Come on. Packers Blitz 80 at gmail.com. Okay. And again, we love you guys. I love you, Andy. I hope you're having a blast on assignment. I miss you, buddy. I uh, can't wait till you come back uh, so we can talk about it. So everyone have a great weekend. Go Pack Go.